From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and patriots of all ages. Welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. I am Jerry Brooks, your baby-faced assassin of freedom, plus many, many other things. But i uh, got to start out apologizing to everybody. I ran into a situation yesterday where I had some health concerns and it was bad enough to where I did not produce an episode yesterday and I do want to apologize for that. Uh, Sometimes, you know, with some of the things I struggle with, some days are better than others. But I am back today on hump day of all days ready to get back to work and letting you know what's going on in the wacky world uh well that is joe biden's america well and before we do as always you can give us a a shout out via email in black and right at gmail.com also our website in black and right.net uh, have some really intriguing stuff on the front page, uh, right on the home page. Just scroll down a bit. Uh, involving, well, again, Arizona. This thing is all kinds of wacky. Now you have uh, an Arizona state senator, uh, Sonny Borelli, who is actually filing suit along with voters in Mojave County uh, who have claimed uh, disenfranchisement and because of the wackiness and the serious goofiness going on in Maricopa County. uh, Yeah, this is, it's going to be interesting how this works. Now, right now, the judge in the case, a guy named Peter Thompson, has advised both parties, uh, Oh, actually, all parties, that here's the schedule. You know, they uh, had a hearing yesterday to set a schedule and to set what's going to happen over the next week or so. Now, uh, the, uh, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and the, uh, and the racist Katie Hobbs, Secretary of State, has uh, been given a schedule by tomorrow they have to file a motion if they want to you know for to dismiss the case and Carrie Lake and her group have until Saturday to respond now if the judge is fair and is not going to dismiss the case out of hand for whatever weirded out reason uh, then next week, starting on Monday, they will have uh, time to present their case, their respective cases. Uh, they've been given one hour to uh, put forth their case. Now, of course, the Yahoos, the evil Sith of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and uh, racist Carrie Hobbs office, they're saying, oh, no, you... How about a half an hour? And it's like, uh, no, sorry. 
Everybody, each side gets an hour, and it's about as fair as it's going to get. And that's going to happen on uh, the 21st and 22nd. So this is going to be interesting how this works now. Now, of course, you have other suits uh, by Mojave County and, uh, again, Senator, uh, State Senator Sonny Borelli. And there are others uh, who just might throw in on this. So this is going to be interesting to see, and it's going to be, what's going to happen? I mean, what is going to happen here? Because this whole thing is all kinds of messed up. All kinds of messed up. But, oh, excuse me, that's where that stands at this point. Uh, and man, it's getting crazier and crazier. A uh, story from Gateway Pundit yesterday was real dang interesting. Uh, and I put a link to it on our homepage that the owners of the top election printing company, Runbeck and Cathedral, donated frequently to Democrat PACs. And that's an interesting story. Uh, that's Joe Hoft, the head of Gateway Pundit, but that's definitely a let's re let's look at that one uh, for sure because that might be another uh, piece of this puzzle that thought it could hide, but I'm sure uh, that uh, Carrie Lake's lawyers are going to have an interesting time uh, bringing that into the equation. Uh, the company that makes the ballots... Are, dem are, are basically Democrat donors. Hmm. I wonder how that one's going to work. And <laughs> Katie Hobbs has her fingerprints all over that one. Ugh. Ay, 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 ay. And in kind of a related story, I mean, we if you've been tracking the adventures of SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried, and FTX, his crypto empire that fell flat on its face. Well, a couple days ago, Mr. Uh, Brinkman Freed was busted. That's right, arrested in the Bahamas. He was denied bail of $250,000, which is really interesting because, I mean, maybe you actually had a judge that had some sense. Uh, I don't know, but apparently... Congress right now, uh, as of yesterday, with uh, Maxine off of her meds waters as chair for probably the last time, chairing a hearing on FTX and its involvement with defrauding its investors, which also leads to another interesting little fact that the Justice Department and the Securities and Exchange Commission have indicted uh, SBF for uh, defrauding investors. and But the problem is uh, the SEC's indictment does not include any of the amounts that FTX gave to politicians, namely Democrat politicians. Apparently SBF had designs on becoming the next George Soros. And well, that kind of went... <laughs> You know, forget that, y'all. <laughs> That's not going to happen. 
So it's really interesting. I mean, and even the Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, they're apparently rather busy. Uh, they've had, uh, they've charged eight social media influencers with securities fraud. So they're going to be busy for a while there at the uh, SEC on that one. So there's a lot going on with that. And I highly doubt that's going to be the end of it. That is for sure. Uh, and plus, going to be keeping track of all the goings on in Arizona. It's like, yeah, this, is, this could be a really bad Christmas uh, if this travesty is allowed to continue. And racist Katie Hans becomes the governor. And it's going to be really interesting to see how she governs with that huge cloud over her head. And hundreds of thousands of Arizonans who were disenfranchised, and they're still pretty PO'd. And also, let's not forget our friends at the, Mar at the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. Yeah, uh, I have a feeling some of y'all are going to get are going to be getting recalled, or you're going to have all kinds of challengers. Uh, for the next go-round of elections, especially you, Mr. Gates, and Stephen Richer. Oh, yeah. You two pieces of crap really deserve to burn. And I'm not talking about just going out in downtown Phoenix and, and whatever. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, you could use a little desert time. You know, no food, no water for a couple of days. Because I'll guarantee you, it's going to be a whole lot nicer than what a lot of these people in Maricopa County would love to do to you. I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, so, let's take a look and see what... Oh. Ah, uh, yes. This... The next couple of, of things that I have are, are so nice to me. Because it makes me smile. And it actually makes me believe that maybe there is still some justice left in this world. Uh, story number one. Now, some pe a lot of y'all have heard about this um, Sam Brinton guy at the Department of Energy. He's, I mean, the big deal was he's this gender-fluid guy. And, oh, he's the very first. I'm like, yeah, big deal. He's a wackadoodle and a freakazoid. And he also seems to have a fetish for taking people's luggage. And probably women's luggage. I mean, this is a guy who's bald with a goatee. And it's like, oh, oh, he's so, it's wonderful that we have somebody who's gender fluid. Yeah, but the dude is now officially fired. Fired. That's right. I almost wish Trump could have said it to him. You're fired. I really wish. But this guy, whatever fetishes or wackadoodle stuff he's into, he's also a thief. A warrant was put out for his arrest for not one, but two incidents where he tried to take women's luggage from an airport, from two airports, one in Las Vegas and the other in Minneapolis. So... Yeah, okay, for all of the hoop brouhaha and all the hoopla and everything, uh, but 
uh, he's now out of a job. He's gender fluid and out of a job. Oops. But I'll tell you, I mean, I don't really, it's sad that he had to do this. But, dang. But make everybody in the media make it a big deal of, oh, this is wonderful. And, you know, it's like, eh, no, it's not. For whatever he is, he's also been accused of theft as a federal employee. That's bottom line on that one. So, Mr. Britton, I'm sure we'll probably find something uh, after he's gone through his trial uh, on charges of theft. So, yeah, that's going to be really fun. So, I'm sorry. I don't know what made him qualified for the position, but uh, being a thief and a government employee and with all the press that's going to come down, you know, okay, fine, you're fired, get out of here, boom. And try to sweep it under the rug and, oh, and make sure that everybody forgets all of that. Well, I'm not. I'm definitely not. That's probably going to be uh, <laughs> part of uh, the year in review. So that's going to be funny uh, there. But the other story that I absolutely loved hearing, oh, it was beautiful, from the Gateway Pundit, the Loudoun County School Superintendent, Scott Ziegler, or should I say the former Loudoun County Superintendent of Schools, Mr. Ziegler, not only lost his job, and I have no sympathy for him, but he has been indicted by another grand jury on charges related to his attempted cover-up of two sexual assault cases within his district. Uh, sorry, Scotty, but not only have you been fired, you have been busted. This is, when, I, when this happened months ago, I said, the cover-up is worse than the crime. And yes, and his cover-up and his attempt to deny it in front of the father of one of the victims? Oh, and then, of course, you know, had to clear him out of the... No, I said, uh-uh. That travesty of justice or injustice cannot stand and it should not stand so now Ziegler is fired and he's been indicted by a grand jury hope your golden parachute can pay for your attorneys because dude you've got you might as well just retire because I don't know of any school district that has a brain in this country that would ever hire you or if you had to run for it I don't, you would not get elected, buddy. You wouldn't get elected because you've got a rap. I mean, my gosh, it's like a criminal conspiracy to cover up not one, but two crimes, sexual assaults on young girls. What kind of a freak show are you, buddy? So I have no, I repeat, no compassion for you. None. And anybody who does, it's like, you're just as wackadoodle and messed up as this guy is. I have no 
I have no compassion. And, oh, and Scott Smith, sir, please, oh, please, oh, please, soothe the crap out of these people. Please soothe them. Because if, it's not, if Ziegler was in on this, how many other members of the board were in on it, in on the cover-up? Because not many of them said anything. Oh, no, 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 no. Hoo-hoo. Oh, man. I'll tell you. This is going to be fun. And I really hope he gets the maximum. He found guilty and gets the maximum allowed by law. This is just crazy. Absolutely crazy. Now, of course, for those who are thinking, oh, well, you know, uh-uh, no. Moms and dads, forget about it. You are now responsible for what you don't know about your kid's school. Sorry if I'm a little rough on you, but hey, after what we've been discovering all over the country, uh, moms and dads are out there. They are paying attention. The mama bears, the papa bears, they're out there. They are all over school districts. Many of them are running for school boards and winning. Winning. That's what the mainstream media won't tell you. That's what the education establishment, their cartel, they won't tell you that either. These people are at it and they're, they're mad, they're aware, and yeah, they are coming at it. They're coming after y'all. So I'm just going to kick back, relax, and watch some of this because we've had it in Florida. I mean, just this year, earlier this year, during the uh, Florida primary, back August 23rd, 13 school districts in the state of Florida flipped to conservative, pro-parent, pro-student majorities. 13 of them. And, and these are not small, some of them might be smaller, but when cities like Jacksonville, Sarasota, and Miami-Dade flipped to uh, conservative, folks, that was a shot heard around the country to school districts everywhere, to the American Federation of Teachers, to Randy Weingarten. It's like, honey, the parents are coming. And they're still going to be coming. Uh, there were, uh, gosh, hundreds of school board elections during the midterm. And and pro-parent, pro-kid majorities were won. Candidates were winning all over the country. And that makes me happy. And people like Loudoun County, those clowns, those sick, twisted clowns, uh, no. Sorry. Uh, I, I, and I loved it because when a lot of this happened in November 2021, when Glenn Youngkin got elected and when some Sears, uh, one lieutenant governor, and Jason Meares won as attorney general, I, I just knew deep down that, like, hey, Ziegler, uh, yeah. The attorney general is going to be coming for you, and he did. So, youch. 
I gotta love this. So maybe there is still some justice left in this world. I Sadly, I'm kind of getting along the lines of maybe a little cynical, maybe, because so many of these yahoos are cheating. They are corrupt. They are a mess. There's malfeasance everywhere. And I kind of get to the point where even I, sadly, get the temptation to just sort of say, add a heck with it. But I can't do that. I, I can't do that. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like the other whiners who are fighting. It's like, well, it's Trump's fault and this and that. It's like, you people are absolutely clueless. Donald Trump was not running the midterms. That was Kevin McCarthy. That was also Mitch McConnell and Ronna McDaniel. Oh, yeah. Trump, maybe, you know. And besides, you don't even have your facts right. Of all the candidates in the midterms that Donald Trump endorsed, that was over 250 of them, all but 21 or had their elections stolen. But that's 92% of the people that Donald Trump endorsed won. 92%. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't talking about that. The mainstream media's not talking about that. They're not. So this is why I just go sometimes, and I, and I listen to people, and I just go, you got to be kidding. Uh, some of us need to do a little bit better homework. So to say that, oh, Trump's a loser and this is, a, he won 92% of the people he endorsed. He won them. He endorsed them. And you want to talk about him being a loser and this and that and, oh, and propping up DeSantis. Now, this is what I'm having a problem with. And even here in, my friends here in Florida who are like, Oh, yeah, let's get to Santa. It's like, uh-uh. No, no, no. This is a different kind of an attempt to derail Trump. And frankly, as much as I love DeSantis, I supported him. I voted for him. But the people who are whispering in his ear, these incredibly rich mega donor backers who are trying to do everything they can to stop Trump, and, of course, you get the Democrats, you have the mainstream media, and uh, their incestuous relationship trying to stop this. But I'm not quite ready to give up on Trump just yet. I would love to see his first rally uh, next year. I would love to see it. Because if Trump is such damaged goods as many even Republicans would say, then let's find out. Let's see if Trump still has the drawing power that he, that he has. Go to an event. Do a rally somewhere in the country. And let's see how many people show up. Because I'll guarantee you, more people will show up for a Trump rally than they ever would for Biden. Period. I mean, how many times has that been proven? But let's see if all these people who are just jumping on Trump 
I said, I'm not quite ready yet to abandon this because the man is proven. And some of these yahoos, including the Republicans, have really damn short memories. Look what he did for the country. Our economy was the envy of the world. Our military was being rebuilt. We had respect overseas. They might not have liked us at NATO, but they had to respect us. And we had so many things going our way. Manufacturing made a renaissance. Millions upon millions of jobs returning from overseas, putting America first. And yet, one unfortunate midterm, one unfortunate election cycle, and everybody's like, rah, 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 rah. it's like complaining and barking and yipping. I'm, I, I can't, I, I can't deal. Because Trump knows what to do. He knows how to do it. He did it once. He did it twice. And until the Chinese unleashed COVID on the world, we were proving, doing pretty dang well. But because the Democrats were just giddy as anything that COVID showed up, and they had all these rules, and people like Fauci and Francis Collins at National, National Institutes of Health, it's just crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And he knows what he has to do getting another four years. And I'm saying, by the grace of God, I believe Trump will get his four more years. Four more years. That's all he needs. Four more years. He knows how to shake things up. Now, you want to talk about, oh, it's no big deal. Trump is awful. Really? In spite of the fact that inflation, again, this month, up 7.1%. Now, it's down from the summertime when it was pushing 8 9%. But the problem is you still have the Federal Reserve looking to raise interest rates in spite of this slowdown. Now, we still got problems in this country. Come on, folks. We've got the very, well, many people think we're in a recession already. And 2023, according to a lot of experts, isn't going to be looking that much better either when it comes to inflation, when it comes to interest rates, when it comes to jobs, because already there are huge companies that are absolutely getting ready or have already started massive layoffs. Come on, folks. Come on, wake the heck up. We've got real problems, and with now the GOP infighting and sniping for the Speakership of the House, for the chair of the RNC, I'm like, come on, folks. Dear GOP, 20, you, got, you might not have gotten your red wave, but you did at least get the House. Now, if Kevin McCarthy isn't up for the job because he wants to be speaker and he knows if he's having trouble already before the MAGA candidates are sworn in and seated 
it's going to be even worse when it comes to January 3rd and, and he's running for speaker. He doesn't have 218. But the problem is, Andy Biggs, his main competitor, he doesn't have 218 either. So, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. Because if McCarthy doesn't have the stones and the spine to do what he says he's going to do, then hang on, hang on, Kevin McCarthy. You are going to have all kinds of problems. All kinds of problems. I'm not going to feel sorry for you, but you have, you basically either need, you need to choose. Are you going to follow the American people or follow the uh, establishment elites uh, who, who help you get to where you are? That's your question, Aunt, uh, Kevin McCarthy. And you better have an answer and you better not try to play the MAGA portion of the Republican conference because there's going to be a whole lot of them. A whole lot of them. And it could make your speakership brilliant or it could be a full-blown train wreck where you're shot down in flames. Consider that, sir, before uh, you try to go forward and become speaker because you will be beholden to an awful lot of people that I'm not talking about the rich GOP elites in the establishment because the working class, the MAGA folks, oh, they're going to hold you to account too. And boy, are they, if you end up throwing them under the bus, it's going to suck to be you, Kevin McCarthy. So you better keep that in mind. And I sincerely hope that some of the more firebrand voices like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and others will give will serve him as a reminder. And with that being said, looks like I'm just going to call it a day today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to hear our audio podcast, in fact, just Monday, we celebrated our 150th audio podcast. So, yay! That's awesome. I mean, that's awesome. We've had a heck of a year, and I'm looking forward to doing even more next year. So, check us out. You can find us on all podcast platforms. You can also find us on several um, social media platforms, including uh, True Social, Getter, Parlor, True Patriot Network, Inst- and Instagram. So, yay, that's going to be a fun one. And uh, also, we're getting ready. Our last show of 2022 is going to be on December 23rd. And uh, and then I'll be gone for the Christmas and New Year holiday to get rested up, to get recharged, have some new ideas. And come January 3rd, the day that that the new Congress is seated, we're going to be coming out. We're coming out of the shoot. We're coming out fast. And it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So with that, take care, everybody. God bless y'all. Have yourself a great Christmas. And we will be back tomorrow. And until then, always remember, patriots come in all colors.